Good day to you, and happy solstice. May blessings find you this day wherever you are, and whatever your faith or creed, may the magic of that find you as well, and may you feel the light of the sweet summer sun, breathe in the flowers, the smells of the new-mown grass, hear the children playing, the wood smoke from the fires of celebration and the smell of fireworks, food and camaraderie as we walk the streets and give blessings and say hello and good morrow and how now to our friends and neighbors and relatives. For it is the summer solstice. It is a time of celebration. It is a time when the world itself stands on its very axis and we gaze across the infinite as we sit upon the longest day and begin the slow walk to the longest night. Welcome to Wizard Quest. I am Wizard Kenrick. I will be your guide, your teacher, your student as well, hopefully your friend. In this age of multiple communications, you know, we have apps that can make podcasts, we have social media, we have all sorts of ways to connect with each other that's creating a community. And that is magic. But the magic we're going to speak of is a quest. It's a quest to find the magic that makes up the human spirit, that makes up the human mind, the human heart, and even the human body. This is the wizard quest. The quest of the wizard is to attain balance. Some would say perfection. The wizard begins his quest as an empty vessel, a seeker, dressed plain upon the path of knowledge, wisdom, and even society. For a wizard doesn't normally walk around dressed in lavender cloak and gold hat and large spectacles and beard, but sometimes when ceremony allows, we will, but most of the time a wizard will dress as what might be regarded as a fool or a beggar but what we call a seeker. Someone who doesn't really care about their appearance at that moment or how they appear to others. Their quest is important. And so now we begin our quest. Our quest to find magic. Now this has been going on for a long time for me. I used to go to psychic fairs and take seminars on out-of-body experiences and lucid dreams through ordering of cassettes or CDs. And I would check out every book from the library on 
things I was interested in. Eventually, as a younger adult, this, you know, kind of waned as I didn't have the patience or the concentration to really focus and make it work. And most of my goals, I think, were infantile or at least, you know, hormonal, adolescent. Wanting to have an out-of-body experience, I could see the, the girls all, like, naked in the locker rooms, you know. Yeah. And there are love spells. I even tried some when I was younger, and they didn't work either for me. But the last couple of weeks, I've delved back into it, mostly through tarot card reading. Specifically, the Arthurian Legend deck, which combines, I think, Arthurian legend with Welsh legends. It connects with me on several levels. Both, you know, my love of the Arthurian legends and then my own Welsh heritage and thirst for knowledge of that Welsh culture, which the cards give me. Now, what are tarot cards? Most people see tarot cards and think, oh, gypsy wearing a silk blouse and a scarf wrapped around their head and Lots of necklaces and jewelry and rings. Telling me my fortune. But Tara's actually more than that, and it's evolved. I think it used to be like that. But I don't think it was ever intended to be like that. It was intended the way a lot of people use it now, as a way for people to explore the infinite. Both the microcosm and the macrocosm. The end and the beginning. Because with a finite number of cards, there's always going to be an end. And there's always going to be a beginning. Now, what do the different cards mean? Well, every card has a meaning that's drilled into our unconsciousness. That's almost drilled into our DNA. Because every card, every picture represents a story or an archetype. And a reader of tarot, a reader of the cards or runes even, can read the story of these devices and read the person with them if the person with them is asking them a question, asking them for a reading. Now, I've been experience, experiencing this a lot and experimenting a lot even. And to great effect. I mean, it's had an effect on several people that I've spoken with in their lives. And it's helped guide them. Um, definitely listen to Little Extreme. Erica, I'll provide links. And then my own uh, podcast, The Notorious Joke Cast, which we are a member of the Joke Cast family here at Magic Quest. And yeah. I've made powerful connections with people and kind of looked into their lives and looked into their souls, especially one of my neighbors during a garage sale. I just kind of did it as a lark and gave free ones away to my neighbors and, you know, connected with someone who's having, you know, health problems and it's been hurting them, not allowing them to go see their, their friends and family a long way away. I hope I was able to guide them 
successfully. And I'm available to you as well, listeners. You may reach out to me at WizardQuestPod on Twitter. And I'll be setting up Instagram and I'm sure Facebook soon. But Twitter's probably the thing I look at the most and how I reach most of my viewers on my other podcast, The Notorious Jokecast. So you can follow mine and the Jokecast if you'd like at Notorious Jokes. But Wizard Quest Pod on Twitter, you could get in touch with me or through the Anchor app itself if you would like your own tarot reading or wizardly advice. We will feature spells, guidance, knowledge of the tarot deck I use, Arthurian legend, Welsh legend, mythology. This is the wizard quest. The quest for knowledge. Now we symbolize this knowledge with four hallows, or four objects of wizard power. The sword. The spear. The stone. And the grail. These represent the ace cards of the four suits of the tarot deck. Powerful images. Archetype images embedded into especially Western culture, but even found in instances of Eastern cultures. For many stories have told of grails that grant immortality or health, weapons that provide strength or defense, and mystical stones or objects that give immense power to the user, the wizard that finds them. Now these don't have to be physical objects. They may be metaphysical, learning, or your own religion or spiritual practices. But I find finding a token or a totem helps. It helps you focus when you have achieved that hallow, when you, you will know. And then at that point, you will find a token and it'll call to you. And once you have it, it'll be something you can always call upon when you need that hallow, when you need the gift that it bestows upon you, you will be able to call to it. And those are the gifts of the wizard quest, the ability to solve your problems, the ability to think ahead, the ability to think behind you. But just remember, energy can't be created or destroyed. It can only be transferred. So the energy you have now will transfer. New energy will come in. You can't travel in time, but you can look through it, look at it. And sometimes it helps to have a guy. Wizard Kenrick is here if you need him. But I am also on my own quest. My own quest to dig deeper into spirituality, into the wizard life, to come out of the cupboard under the stairs, one could say, and join my own hallows together and forge that wizard life 
to become that wise man sitting around the table. Maybe not smoking a pipe in this day and age, but yeah, at least enjoying some some wine and good cheer with fellow wise witches and wizards and warlocks, morlocks and priests and rabbis and shaman, fathers, mothers, sisters, brothers, because all are welcome at a wizard's table. Because a wizard knows that we're all part of the same universe. That the magic transcends what could be our religion or what could be our political beliefs or what could be our beliefs about each other. Because the magic connects us through the universe as does the energy of the universe. Light and dark matter, light and dark energy. That's why tarot cards are read in a positive and a reversed. It's the way the universe works. There's a positive and a negative, an upside, a reverse side. Two sides to every coin, two ways to see things, two ways to interpret things. So on your wizard quest, if you think you need help, reach out. We are here to help. We are here to guide and we are here to be guided. If you are another wizard, we would like to hear from you. We would even like to have you as a guest, as a co-host, as a fellow traveler. For wizards can travel in and out of each other's lives as quests, knowledge, teachers, and students need be. But this is the wizard quest. And this is episode zero, The Seeker. Thank you for joining me on this solstice. I hope you enjoy this day. Get outside, enjoy the light, surround yourself in it, and allow it into your heart, your mind, your soul, your body. And let that be your first magic. Feeling the gold light of the sun in you and allowing it to cleanse you. Make your spirit bright, your mouth smile, your eyes bright. Look down the path, not with fear, not with trepidation, but make that first step one of joy, one of happiness. Onto the rainbow bridge, away from the safe havens, and into the middle earth. We'll see you on the path of the wizard quest, my friends.